0: It's something for nothing. The Rush FanCast, Cast, Steve and Jerry, we are back with part two of our discussion on Fly By Night. I, because part one went so well. Part one went so well. We love this album. We do. It's. Um,
1: I think I like this album more than Caress of Steel.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think out of the first three albums, this is absolutely my favorite. Yeah. There's no question. You can follow us on Twitter at Rush fan cast. Instagram, The Rush Cast, email Jerry, therushcast at gmail.com, Tell us how we're doing, suggestions for what to do next on the Rush Fan Cast. Anything you want to email Jerry about, he'd be glad to hear it.
1: Yep. Stock tips.
0: Yes. Yeah, stock tips are always welcome. Podcast is available pretty much anywhere you can get your podcast: Google, Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, Underworld, Overworld, <laughs> Podcast Addict. Is Underworld and Overworld of those podcast platforms? They, they
1: will be soon. <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to make them.
0: They should be. Yeah. If they're not, they should be. Again, thanks for listening, and thanks for rating us. Uh, we really appreciate it. You guys are the reason we're doing this, and uh, the reason we're doing our Twitter polls, too, Jar. You want to hear another Twitter poll we've sure. got? Um, we did Vapor Trails a few weeks back. hmm We did three parts of Vapor Trails. We and did. The second part of Vapor Trails, we did songs five through eight, and we asked the Rush Twitter fans okay. what their favorite song among those four songs was I will give you the songs thank you The Stars Look Down How It Is Vapor Trail Secret Touch
2: mm,
0: what was the Rush fans favorite yeah this is a tough one what would you uh, say well I
1: would say that, that Secret Touch came in last no oh boy
0: no uh, what came in first
1: Stars Look Down
0: no uh, oh Man this this is this is a tough one. I was surprised by the results of this. What? Shall I? Yes. Vapor Trail came in first. Oh, wow. 40%. Hmm. Uh it was probably about 200 votes too, so pretty pretty decent amount not to skew the results really. Yeah. 40% said Vapor Trail, 35% said Secret Touch. Wow. So that's 75% right there. Yeah. How it is got 19%. Hmm. So take a guess how, what percent is left for the stars look down. Jim.
1: Yes, yes. How? Six, what is left?
0: Six <laughs> percent. That was surprising to me. I, is, l- I really like that song. I do like. I would. Yeah. I voted. I voted on my own poll. That's weird, Steve. You gotta Why? Stop, you gotta stop doing that. Well, you should be voting on the poll. You're, yeah, but then you couldn't ask me here. <laughs> no, well that's true. That is true. I voted for the stars look down. Okay. And, and after I did it, I hadn't even looked at the results because you get the results when you vote. I said, whoa, 6%. Wow. See, see, I have two Twitter handles, so I can vote on my own poll.
1: Oh, I thought you were that's, voting from our Twitter. I, I can't,
0: because I, I created the poll, but for my other Twitter handle, I can vote. Okay,
1: that's not so bad. So
0: that's what I did. Right, okay. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to do it. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Anyway, so that, that's the Twitter poll for the day. And um, Fly By Night, we should talk about the album cover. What the do you say? The album cover. What yeah, do you sure. think of the artwork? This is the last album cover that was not done by Hugh Syme.
1: Right. It was done by yes. another guy. You have his name?
0: I do have his name. I'm going to find it here. I've got it written down here. I, I wrote down all sorts of stuff, including this guy's name. Araldo Carugatti. Carugatti. Eraldo Carugatti. Yes. That is a trivia question. Yep. You're watching Jeopardy, and they ask you, yeah. Who created the album cover?
1: I've seen this this album cover on the back of a lot of denim jackets.
0: Oh, totally. Yeah. That's what Eric's got on the back of his jacket. He does. He's got the, he's got the big owl. He does. And he's got the patches all around <laughs> he him. He does. But that that's the thing to have. Man. The yellow eyes. Yeah. The owl is the cool thing to have on the back of your jacket. I love yeah. it. Uh, you know, you would think uh, Hugh Simon would be proud of that.
1: No? Uh, yeah, sure. It's cool. It's a cool image. It's an odd cover, though, for an album. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, it is. It is has like almost nothing to do with the album. Yeah, except that the, the 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 owls flying at night,
0: owls fly by night. They do. And I I read that Getty and Alex and Neil were the ones that came up with the idea of putting an owl on the front cover. Oh, okay, there you go. So it was their idea. They asked someone to draw it or whatever he did. Paint
1: it's, it's it. A, it's a murderous-looking owl, though. Oh yeah,
0: he's gonna tear you to shreds. But they That's could. They totally could. Owls are dangerous, man.
1: <laughs> they they are. are. They are. Have you ever seen the, the picture of owls if you lift up their feathers from their legs? No. Oh, they're just all... Le- their legs are as skinny as straws. And it's their, the weirdest their thing.
0: their talons could tear your skin off your face. Yeah,
1: it's they're crazy. Anyway.
0: And on the inside... Uh, well, I guess this is the back cover of the album, right? Yep. Alex Lifeson it says, saw. Electric guitars. Six and 12 string acoustic guitars, and then it says in quotes, snow dog. Oh. He's the snow dog.
1: He's the snow dog. Is he has blonde hair.
0: Neil Peart says percussion, mm-hmm. and then Getty Lee says bass guitars, classical guitars, all vocals, by tour. Hmm. So Getty's by tour, Alex is the snow dog, and Neil is just Neil.
1: Neil's just Neil. Why? I don't know. Right. Maybe because there isn't a third character.
0: I thought that was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Neil could have, Neil could have been somebody. Right. I don't know.
1: Those are pretty cool pictures too.
0: Yeah, those are cool pictures. They look so young because they are so young. That's right. It's crazy. really and, is. And
1: Alex, in these early days, is, is, is putting on a mean face. He's pulling a mean face. He's trying to look- He's trying to look mean. He's trying to look mean, I guess. Dangerous? I don't know.
0: He's the snow dog. <laughs>
1: <Maybe>. <laughs> That's why he's got that face. He's trying to, trying to psych, psych out yeah, Bitor over there. He's
0: trying to psych out Bitor, and I think it's working.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Now this album, Jar, uh, I I mentioned briefly in a previous podcast reminds me of your first car. It wasn't Chrysler my first... Chrysler. It wasn't. No. What was your first car? Uh, the Maverick. Oh, the Maverick. They That's were just, what it reminds me of. They're both, Not the Cordoba.
1: They're just both the Mav. They were both toilet blue. bowl blue.
0: They were both blue. No, it's not the Cordoba. It's the Mav. The Mav. This reminds me of the Maverick. Why? Because we used to listen to this album. We used to crank
1: this in the Maverick. Because in the the Maverick, the uh, stereo was worth 10 times what the car was worth.
0: Yeah. The stereo was amazing. And correct me if I'm wrong, there was no heat in that car, there right? There
1: was no heat.
0: And the and air would just blow through the front grill of the car right, there was, right onto
1: us. Yeah, there was no uh, like dampers or anything for the, the air. Ugh. We would st- I would stuff socks in there or <laughs> newspaper or anything. It was the coldest vehicle.
0: We froze to death and listened to Fly By Night really freaking loud. Yeah.
1: In the winter, uh, there would be ice on the inside of the windshield. Wow, and I would take like my uh. school ID, and I would scrape it as I was driving. And in the summer, it was even it might have been worse because it didn't have air conditioning. Well,
0: at oh well, unless we could open the windows. God, that that car. But uh, Jerry is what you're about nine months older than me, so you got your yeah. license nine months before I did. Yeah, sure. And, and it seemed like seemed, seemed like, like you were forever. driving. Seemed like you were driving me around for years. Yeah, but it was only nine months. Right. But those nine months, that's what I remember. I remember being in the Mav.
1: That was a great stereo.
0: Listening to the stereo and listening to, fl- for whatever reason, Fly By Night reminds me of your car. Yeah. Which is crazy.
1: I think at the time I was I was working at Rickle, Rickle Home Center. Yeah. Which is the precursor to Home Depot. Yes. And uh, two guys that I worked with were like gearheads. And I was telling them about what a crappy car the Maverick was and especially how crappy the stereo was that came, that was in the car. And so they said, well, if you buy a stereo, we'll put it in for you. And I said, okay. So I went to work one day and they were at work and they went out in the afternoon and they put the whole stereo in the car oh, for nice. me. Oh, nice. That's great. Yeah, it was great. Oh man, that stereo was great.
0: Yeah. In my first car, I had an awesome stereo too.
1: Yeah. And now I don't. Why had, don't we do that anymore? Why don't, don't,
0: we, why don't we get awesome stereos and put them in our cars? I don't know.
1: We should do that. Your first car was the thing with the
0: Gremlin? It was a Ford Granada. Granada. No, the, the, um, the other car was my dad's car. Oh. It wasn't a Gremlin. What the heck was it? It was
1: one of those fishbowl looking cars. Yeah, things, it was a
0: fishbowl looking car. I can't think of the name of it now.
1: But your, your car was the one that had the, the horn with no, the big red no, button? That was,
0: that? that was two
1: cars later. Two I, cars well, I,
0: later? Well, I totaled the Ford Granada, if you remember. I don't remember that. Yes, you do. You were in the car.
1: Oh, when that was the car you were driving? (laughs) Yes. I don't remember that was my first car. I'm I'm picturing that car as the later car. I don't know why.
0: Anyway, we're getting off on a tangent that nobody wants to hear about. No. Nobody wants to hear about our cars when we were younger. No. They do want to hear about Fly by Night.
2: Yes they do. So why don't we
0: jump into it? Track five on Fly by Night, side two on the album, Fly By Night. Jared, the thing I noticed first, if we're going to talk about lyrics, did you look at the lyrics of Fly By Night Yes. by any chance? Did you notice that there were lyrics that were not in the song? Yeah. I've never seen these before. No. Because I never looked at the lyrics. Because Fly By Night's one of those songs where you know the lyrics. Yeah. You don't have to look them up. Yeah. But I did just just for the purposes of doing this podcast. Sure. And there is... There's a verse at the beginning. Shall yes. I read
1: it? Sure. I, I wrote it down. Go ahead. Airport scurry,
0: flurry faces, parade of passersby, people going many places with a smile or just a sigh, waiting, waiting past the time, another cigarette, get in line, gate 39. The time is not here yet. So they're waiting for a plane.
1: Yes. I mean, that's what the song is about, I suppose, is is Neil leaving home to go to London. Yeah. I believe.
0: He was twenty one, I think. This was right before he joined Rush.
1: Right. He went there to find fortune and fame.
0: His first trip away from home.
1: Right. And it's the only song I believe it's was written by Getty and Neil only. Oh, okay. So, so so no Alex. No Alex. Like Getty, I guess Getty and Alex wrote songs together, but this is the first one that Neil I guess the first and only one that only Getty and Neil wrote.
0: Hmm. And it's a great song. It is a great and song. And it's the most radio ready song, I think, on this this album was, i would think that i would think the record company would have been
1: happy with this song yeah did was it released as a single
0: i don't know but i know that i still hear it on the radio all the time do you oh sure the local radio station here in jersey wdha plays it all the time Oh, there you go you know yeah and uh it's just one of those songs that made for radio
1: yeah it's a great song
0: terrific really
1: yeah. and neil is you know classic neil the last line of the first verse is it's time I was king now not just one more pawn
2: <laughs> that's
1: great <laughs> I mean this song has a little I guess a lot in common with um subdivisions in yeah, that in you that think? well I mean the theme of trying to get out of one place to another place where you're going to you know find okay. your find your true calling because that's what that's what everything's about right my ship isn't coming and I just can't pretend he yep. he realizes that where he is right now I guess in Canada, right, working for his dad, right? that's just not not for him, it's not for him, yeah he is really you know things aren't going to come to him. He has to go to them. Little did he know that the things were waiting for him in Canada,
0: yeah, and it's just interesting to just hear lyrics from this time in Neil's life. We just got finished discussing vapor trails a few weeks ago, yeah, and just the the contrast between these lyrics and right and the positivity and hope of these versus the despair of the others. Right. It's just um, quite startling, that's yeah. for sure. But the, but these are great lyrics also. They are.
1: The one that I've always liked is Moonrise, Thoughtful Eyes, Staring Back at Me from the Window Beside.
0: Yeah, that's great.
1: Picture him on the plane, mm-hmm. right? It's dark. He's flying by night, I suppose. Right. It's dark and he's looking out of a, the airplane window, which we all do, is it's mm-hmm. just flying over the, the countryside and you're you know on your way somewhere. It's so exciting, right? Even, oh yeah. Even now, flying in a plane, it's just, it's just going somewhere else. Yeah. And it's just so exciting, and you see your reflection, reflection mm-hmm. in the, in the glass. Do you so think this, this is the image.
0: first time Neil was on a
1: plane? I don't know. But Could have cer- been. It certainly is a, 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 a beautiful image, to really kind of reinforce what the song is about. Right. He sees his reflection in, in an airplane window.
0: Yeah. It's great. And musically, the song is terrific.
1: Yeah. It is a very radio-friendly song. It's a
0: radio-friendly it? song. It's simple. Yeah, it's not too proggy. It's not too crazy, crazy playing proggy. like like anthem. You know. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like it's, it's
0: a friendlier for radio kind of
2: song.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a a, a well-crafted song. Yeah, it just like as a, a well, like a almost like a three-minute pop song mm-hmm. or something, as opposed to you know a nine-minute song about you know battling at the gates of the <laughs>
0: <laughs> and alex's guitar solo is great
1: oh, god yeah it's amazing it is it's a classic right everything neil becomes as a writer is in this song yeah i think start a new chapter find what i'm after i'm it's changing every day the change of the seasons is enough of a reason to want to get away it's great that's just uh, that that to me is like this is just the kind of person he is he's always wants to be on the move And not necessarily just to move, but to move somewhere, to be somewhere, to to grow and become better. Well, like he he did
0: later in life on his motorcycle trips. Yeah. Absolutely. Bicycle
1: trips too, right?
0: Yeah. Biking, motorcycle, everything. Yeah. And I, I love the last part too. Quiet and pensive, my thoughts apprehensive, the hours drift away, leaving my homeland, playing a lone hand, my life begins today. Yeah. It's great.
1: It is. Very positive. It is a very positive song.
0: We need so we needed some positive songs, Jar.
1: Yeah, I mean, but it's also like he says, my thoughts apprehensive. Yeah, I mean, because he's leaving home, and he really doesn't know what's going to happen hmm. to him. He and you know he goes to uh, England and he has to come back. Yeah, because of whatever it just whatever he was looking for wasn't there. Right.
0: Now I know this has nothing to do with the song, but did you know that there's a flower called Fly By Night?
1: No. Did somebody name it after this? I song? don't
0: think so. No, I think I think it was named the fly by night before this song. It's called the it's also known as the witch's flower. Blooms once every 7 years. Wow. Yeah. I don't think it has anything to do with this song. Well, you know
1: scientists uh can when they discover something they can name it whatever they want. Like somebody named a like an, a worm after Gary Larson or something. I don't, this,
0: I don't think this- I don't think- I don't know if this was- Do you think it was discovered after the Rush song? I have, it was I've named never after the f- Rush
1: song? It's the first I've heard of it.
0: Well, the only reason I heard of it is because we watched- a I watched a movie with my kids a couple of weeks ago called Mary and the Witch's Flower. Oh. And it was a ja- Japanese animation film and it had- Was it anime? English- It was anime. Yeah. English overdubs and the Ooh, name of the flower- The name of the flower <laughs> was- Fly by Night. Huh. And you looked it up? Yeah. Interesting. And it blooms every seven
1: years. Wow. It,
0: it was interesting. It was It was actually a good movie, too. It was for younger kids, mostly. Yeah. Your kids probably would not be interested.
1: Uh, yeah. My older daughter loves anime, but she wouldn't watch it because it's dubbed. She only watches. Oh. She's one of those purists who only likes the-
0: The Japanese version?
1: Uh, well, yes. Uh, the, you know, the subtitled.
0: Oh, Subs, I not see. dubs, oh, I think is what the Oh, I thing see. So she'll watch it in Japanese and read yeah. about it. Well, I'm sure you could get it in that version too. Yeah. Check it out.
1: Check it out. Mary what and the it? Witch's Flower, Flower. It's There you go. Mary and the Fly by Night. The Fly by Night.
0: Let's move on to track six on Fly by Night, Jer, Making Memories.
2: So we just keep smiling, move on with every day, and try to keep our thoughts away from home. to You know, have a good day, hope last. just looks than worry, reason to be sad. remind us, maybe roll not so bad.
0: Now, this is another positive song. Don't you think?
1: Yeah, it's a little more lighthearted than some of the other songs.
0: Yeah, and the lyrics I read were written by all three members of the band. Yeah. I think that's the only Rush song that was written by all three together.
1: I guess it was, uh, the story I had read was that they they took a wrong turn one night after a show. Okay. And I guess this was, you know, as sometimes, you know, when you were uh, hanging out and you get into some weird, funny business or whatever, Mm -hmm. it's just, you know, the memories are the good parts or whatever, right? Right. So they were probably had a, even though they were lost, they were hanging out together, mm-hmm. having a good old time, driving around. Yeah. Lost wherever they were making memories.
0: And what do you think of the vocals on this? Getty's got some sort of thing going on with, I don't know, He sounds like he's putting on a different kind of voice on this song, don't you think? I never noticed. No? Like what? I don't know. He just sounds a little different to me. Country-ish what, like- almost. I don't know. He's just got a weird sort of tone to his voice on this song. Not bad, just different. I don't know. I never noticed. No? No. I'll have to oh.
1: listen to it with that in mind. Okay.
0: All right. Just a thought. Yeah. I just think it's a,
1: it's a good song. It is a good song. I mean, there's really not much to talk about other than the fact that it's about being on the road. Generally, I don't like songs about being on the road. Right. Rock songs about is there a lot life of on the road. Yeah. Just an o-
0: easy thing to write about.
1: I guess so. Probably one of the, the, my least favorite has to be um, Wanted, Dead or Alive.
0: Oh, gosh. Bon Jovi. <laughs> there are some good ones, though. Good Bon Jovi songs? No.
1: Good, oh. road, good songs about being on the road. <laughs> oh. I, I'm thinking of The Loadout, right? Isn't that a song by um, Jackson Brown? Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's a good song. Yeah. But uh, yeah, generally road songs don't do it for me, but this one does.
0: Well, it's it's just an easy thing to, you know, what what do we write about? Let's write about- Right, home sweet home. Right, exactly. Yeah.
1: There you go. Not my favorite genre of song.
0: I do love the solo on this. Alex's solo is great. Oh, yeah. Change of pace for the album? Something different?
1: So. Yeah, a little change of pace. It's it's a, it's not my favorite Rush song, but it's definitely a solid song. Yeah, absolutely. Again, it's, it's definitely a, a well-written and crafted, tight little song.
0: All right, with that- Yeah. Let's move on to track seven. This is Rivendell. You
2: feel something cool.
0: The thing I noticed about this song right off the bat. Yeah. No drums.
1: No drums. No percussion. Nope. At all. And I read that Getty plays guitar on this song. Really? That's what I read. So
0: so Neil does not play on this
1: song. No. Right? He wrote the lyrics. Yeah. I he guess Alex not. is playing some of the, there's, like noise, there's guitar in the background. Right. Sort of. I mean, I don't know if it, Getty plays, that's what I read. He plays, he's playing classical guitar. Okay. But on the uh, liner notes, it doesn't say that he's playing, right?
0: Uh, I didn't read that. No. So, so could so be this urban so this is based on Tolkien's Lord of the Rings, correct? Sure, it is. Now, yeah. are you a Lord of the Rings guy? I I'm am not. Neither am I.
1: Right. Rivendell is where the uh, is an an Elven settlement where the elves live.
0: Okay. And I would imagine Neil read Lord of the Rings oh, and yeah. all the Tolkien books, right? Because Neil read everything,
1: right? <laughs> um, but I have to say that this song is the second to the last of my favorites. Oh, versions. really? Yes. This is right up there with Tyshan? Tyshan is the last on the list, and this is right next
0: to it. Yeah, I'm. this is not one of my favorites either. And no. I would guess that most Rush fans aren't in love with this song. I
1: don't know. I had a, a comment on our Instagram page where we were talking about least favorite songs. Right. And I said that my least favorite were tyshan and rivendell and somebody commented you are wrong (laughs) wow which about rivendell you mean i guess or maybe both of them well you know what it could be
0: i mean some people are really 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 into tolkien so maybe that's the reason i mean if you were really into tolkien you might feel differently about this
1: yeah right sure it's just an, an out of place song on this album
0: what Is, album would it be in place on?
1: That I can't tell you, but <laughs> definitely not this album. It just it for me it drags the whole album almost to a complete stop, yeah, musically. So it doesn't really do anything for me.
0: Yeah, I'm not a fan either. What do you think of the lyrics?
1: The lyrics are fine. Yeah, I mean the, the the you know I do like the um I guess it's the chorus right the you feel there's something calling you you're wanting to return to where the misty mountains rise and friendly fires burn. That's a it gets a little jaunty. Yeah. But it r- reminds me too, you know, who else was a huge Tolkien fan was um, Robert Plant. Oh. So a lot of, there are a lot of, not a lot, but there are a few Zeppelin songs that are referenced Tolkien. Right. And but- I'm thinking of whether or not Misty Mountain Hop is loosely based on a Tolkien song since he says, you know, to where the Misty Mountains rise. I don't know if Misty Mountains is a big theme in Tolkien books yeah I don't know. so
0: if we knew more about Tolkien, we could probably uh, talk yeah. about this in greater detail. yeah the other I read uh, somewhere i didn't I didn't write it down, but somebody said that this was similar to a Zeppelin style song. Led Zeppelin would throw a slow song like this in the middle of their album sometimes. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah.
2: It's something so, with mandolin, probably probably. Right.
1: but if for some reason it worked for them, it didn't work here. Yeah, because I think they did it a lot, you know what I mean? They, they varied their sound. They perfected sound. it. You mean, or no? I mean, they had hard songs and they had acoustic songs. It's just not something that Rush does. Yeah, that's
0: all. It's not Rush's strong suit.
1: Yeah, that I don't know uh, why it worked with Zeppelin, but that's the that's the mystery of music in general, right? Some things work and some things don't.
0: Yeah, but again, like I said with tai Shan, I mean, I think this is part of the reason why Rush is so great that they they'll try something like this and give it a shot. Yeah, and. A lot of people like it. A lot of people don't. They obviously
1: liked it. It and definitely uh, showcases Getty's voice. He yeah. Sounds, he does sound really nice on this song. Yeah. Softer he does a good of job. His, mm-hmm. Of his uh, range.
0: But I, I almost think any Rush song without Neil playing on it with Neil in the band is kind of a waste, <laughs> right? Why, why waste four or five minutes of, of album space without utilizing Neil Peart? I don't know. I mean, in any way. I mean, yeah. you'd think they'd throw some sort of percussion in there, play the gong. I don't know, play the brushes or something. You know, do <laughs> brushes. <laughs> <laughs> do something, right? Sure. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> well, you don't like it anyway. What's the difference if we do yeah. brushes? In I mean, there? I
1: used to listen to it when I, mean, I, I used to listen to this album all the way through. Right. I've just skipped this song now. Usually. Oh, really? I, I did listen to it this time. Thank
0: you. Thank um, you yeah. for
1: for doing that because Unlike you knew tai I Shen. would have yelled yeah. at you if you didn't. But, you know, it, it still, I felt the same way about it at the end than I did it when I started. Okay. so That's fair. All right. I'm so sure w- people, if you like this song, let us know why. Maybe you're a huge Tolkien fan. I'd
0: like to know if there's anybody who likes this song that isn't a huge Tolkien fan. If that's the only reason, I mean, if that's the reason that people feel connected to this song is because they love Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Maybe.
1: Could be. I don't know. Are there Are there a lot of songs about Lord of the Rings other than... Well, maybe a couple that, of Zeppelin songs. Well, maybe,
0: the, well, maybe that's why they feel so strongly about it because they have a song.
1: I bet you there's an there's an underground Tolkien music scene. Maybe, like Could the, be. like the people who like the bands that sing in Klingon.
0: I di- I honestly didn't
1: even I didn't read
0: Lord of the Rings. No,
1: neither did I. I saw
0: the movie though.
1: I didn't even see the movies. I know I'm terrible.
0: I, I don't know if you're terrible.
1: I don't think it's terrible. I'm just... usually into that kind of stuff. You know, I I yeah, love comic did, books. Why and didn't you? I don't know. Some things just don't grab you. Interesting.
0: All right. Well, well, something that will grab you, Jar, is track eight on Fly By Night in the end. (laughs) So how does that grab you, Jer?
1: This I love this song. Oh, me too. Yeah. I always assumed, again, because um, I only had this album on CD, so I never really looked at the liner notes. Right. And I didn't know that it wasn't written by Neil. Really? Yeah. You didn't know that? I mean, maybe I oh, See, I, I
0: always it. knew that. I don't know why I always knew that, but I did.
1: Because there's something about these lyrics that, are, that don't sound like any other song that Getty might have written the lyrics to. It's a, it's a profound song. Yeah. I'm just surprised like They don't seem like Neil lyrics to me though. I don't know. It just it never occurred to me that they weren't to okay. put it that way. It never struck me like obviously if you can you can listen to, you know, in the mood.
0: Right. Well, Getty
1: was learning his craft. Right. And I think it's it's interesting though that uh, they would write a song like this and still think that they couldn't keep up with Neil lyrically. Cuz this is a great song lyrically.
0: It is, but how many of these great songs lyrically did Getty have in him? I don't know. You know? Yeah. He probably. I mean, it's obvious that Neil's a better lyricist than, than sure. Getty or Alex. Yeah. It's painfully obvious. Yeah. So Getty probably just said. I mean, occasionally he would. I mean, he wrote Cinderella Man, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. And a few other songs.
1: Yeah. But this is a
0: yeah, standout oh, song. Oh, it's great. And just forget the lyrics. The song itself is just incredible. Yeah, it is. I mean, I just. I love. You know, the the acoustic guitar at the beginning, and then when it kicks into the electric, I mean, yeah. it's unbelievable. And the yeah. sound, both guitar sounds are just phenomenal. Yeah, they're beautiful. Hearing those in the Mav on that awesome stereo system of <laughs> yours, there. Oh. If
1: you guys was, could have heard that. It was a pioneer stereo it, oh, system. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Six People by don't have in those the
0: anymore. They just, like I do. I just got a new car, and I just keep the stereo system I, I have. Why do I do that? I don't know. That should be the most important thing. Get a crappy. Next time I'm getting a crappy car, I'm going to buy a $20,000
1: stereo system. You should buy a Maverick (laughs) if you can find one. That'll work. Yeah, but like, uh, well, I can see what you mean. It just takes me longer. I can feel what you feel. It just makes you stronger. It's, It's kind of about not judging your happiness against someone else's. Mm-hmm. Or your intelligence against someone else's, or your talent against someone else's. Mm-hmm. So that's what I like about the song.
2: Yeah,
0: that's great. Yeah. Really, is terrific.
1: But yeah, I guess it, there's a lot of there's a lot of yas and woos in it. So maybe yeah, that should have been my tip off. Uh,
0: <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh
1: yeah, that should have been your tip off.
0: But it's such a great song. You weren't thinking.
1: I wasn't thinking.
0: You weren't thinking these lyrics are are lame. You right.
1: Know? I don't think they're lame at all.
0: No, they're not. But there there are parts like the oh yes you know we could do yeah. it without the oh yes but it's cool
1: yeah it is a very cool song and at the end uh but i but if i think like you think it don't make my load much lighter that's an interesting way because the entire song is like um you know about not judging someone else or yourself right. and then this one if if you if i think like you think it it don't make my load much lighter i don't know what what that's supposed to be yeah i'm not about. sure not sure. So.
0: Email us and let us know.
1: Yeah, if you have a thought about that one. Sure.
0: Absolutely. So any, any other thoughts on In the End, Jer?
1: No, but other than it's a great way to end an album.
0: Oh, absolutely. Uh, you want
1: this, this song kind of trails off at the end. Right. It's beautiful.
0: Yeah, it's it's great. I mean, and this is uh, in a long line of great Rush songs that end albums. They ended the last one, with the first one with Working Man. Yeah. In the end, and then they just, every time- Usually a great song at the end. Yep. Trying to think, is there a Rush album with a bad song at the end? I don't think so. Uh, So I figure before we wrap this up, let's check out a set list. Oh, great. What do you think? Sure. So this is from March 10th, 1975. So this would be right after Fly By Night came out. Mm -hmm. The Roxy Theater, Northampton Township, Pennsylvania. Wow. How about that? I'm not sure exactly where that is, but not far from where we're sitting. Yeah. Finding My Way, good opener, as we discussed. Few weeks ago, best I can. What you're doing? Anthem. By tour in the snow. Dog. There we go. Yeah. They're still doing Bad Boy. Really? Yeah. Guitar solo, lengthy guitar solo. It got a got a listing on the track listing here. Wow. Working Man. Drum solo. In the mood. What do you think the encore was, Jer? What do you think the last song they played was? Oh man, the last song.
1: I, I don't even. I can't even guess. They
0: already played Finding My Way. They already played In the Mood. They already played Working Man. I don't know. They already played By Tour. I don't Anthem. know. Anthem. Need Some Love. Need Some How Love. How about
1: that? Wow. Yeah. If I were to hazard guess, I wouldn't have hazarded that one.
0: Yeah. But that would have been a cool song to see yeah, them play live. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it would have been great. Yeah. All right. So, Fly By Night. Overall, just an incredible album. Yep. Neil Peart joins the band, and we're we're all happier for it. Yep just want to remind everybody, you can uh, follow us on the uh, the social medias, Jer. Sure. Twitter, we're at RushFancast, Instagram, at the Rushcast. Jerry puts up some fantastic Rush photos. I don't know where you get them.
1: Uh, uh, it, it's uh, creative Googling.
0: Yes email therushcast at gmail.com let us know what you think about fly by night let us know what you'd like us to do on the next Rush fan cast we'd love to hear from you and uh, with that Jared you have a quote from
1: fly by night for me yes I do please hit me well I can see what you mean it just takes me longer that is true it does take it easy
2: bye Thank mm-hmm. you.